This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and Shine You Crazy Daisy book volume three. And today I am introducing you to Nisha Hack from Iggy and Lime. Nisha, thank you so much for being involved in this whole thing. Tell us about your business. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, so Iggy and Lime, um, it's a commercial brand photography business. It's all about being in the zest to your kind of business or your branding and being a, having it come to life with awesome badass photography. I love working with uh, I love working with small businesses or corporates and just kind of putting a bit of zest into your into your images and making it a lot more fun. <laughs> Amazing. And anybody that's seen my branding photos, they were done by the lovely Nisha. So amazing. Thank you. Um, What really upsets me (laughs) is reading your chapter and you had someone tell you that your business would fail. How did that impact you and how how did you move forward from that? Yeah, it was it was a really hard time because I'll give a bit of context of when that happened. So uh, I just graduated from Southern University from a photography degree. So I was really prepped to do photography. I did three years of studying it and I knew okay, I wanted to kind of start my own photography business. Um, and during that time, I hadn't had a job lined up. I moved back to my parental home and three years of being an independent student, you know, you know just kind of uh, lots of changes and everything happening. And I said to my family and stuff, I want to set up a photography business because that's kind of the done thing in the industry um and my family are lovely really supportive and you know my family friends and everything um but I think it comes from the mentality of you kind of work your way up in a steady career job no one in my family or outside of my family were entrepreneurial so they didn't really know what that meant and it wasn't a proper job as many of us uh self-employed people have heard um so I think it came from that but also I think it came from a place where there was just the unknown and the fear of like, oh, you know, what, who do you think you are kind of thing. And definitely a generational thing as well. Like me being like a, a, a zesty age, 21 year old, when I, oh, I want to start really into business. Um, and I don't care what anyone else does kind of thing. Um, very determined, very driven. Um, and I just remember him saying that and um, saying that I would fail. And it just kind of felt like a whole ton of bricks came on me, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, there's no point even trying that, is there? Uh, kind of thing. It's just like, well, that's not the kind of what attitude to give to a young person who wants to set up and have their own dream, which is to have their own photography business. Um, it really did question me, and it kind of made me feel like, actually, I want to prove all these naysayers wrong, mm-hmm. even more so. So it made me feel, more than anything, even more determined to prove people wrong. Um, I, yeah, it was, it was a lot to do with at that time, and a lot of changes. Um, but I, I, I think I took it as a way to kind of like, excuse the French, put a middle finger to kind of people who didn't say I couldn't do what I, I know I could do deep down inside. I knew I had the talent. I knew I had the skills. I knew there were people who understood, like in the entrepreneurial community, mm-hmm. that this was, a, you know, this something I could do. Mm-hmm. And regardless of people who look like me, I know there's not, not many people who do 
have a photography business. Um, that's why it's sort of also really important for me to kind of represent that. Um, but yeah, it did make me feel kind of deflated at first, but then after a while, it did kind of put a fire in my belly. I think this is the thing, isn't it? Is that people are going to have their opinions from their backgrounds. Yeah. And and from their issues and judgments and things that they've had put in their way. But when you put those onto somebody else, you just don't know the impact that it could have. And with anybody, it could take them down that path of, well, if it's going to fail, then what's the point? Or wait, hang on. Me <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to. So I love that you went that way, obviously. <laughs> and decided that, that that middle finger was going up. Um, what made you apply for the Association of Independent Professionals and the Self-Employed Awards? And what happened from that? Because you were employed at that stage. Yeah, yeah. So kind of short form is the Ipsy Awards. Um, and I, I saw um, kind of someone in my network kind of apply. They, they were a finalist and they're good friends of mine, they're videographers. And I thought, okay, they've got a lot of PR from that and they were kind of, you know, getting a lot of kind of work from it and stuff. Um, and I've kind of heard about it in the industry and stuff. Uh, and I even heard about it uh, through other different networks. So I thought, okay, let's just give it a go. What have I got to lose? But there's also an element of me of like, I didn't feel like a proper freelancer because <laughs> I wasn't full-time and I think many of us kind of when you're on that transitionary period we don't feel like oh we're not full-time so mm. you know we're still employed or, or whatever so I didn't feel was I good enough I suppose in the theme of my chapter was I good enough to apply for the awards um so I left it until the very last day after they extended the deadline of course um, <laughs> like well I really have to do it now there's no other time to do it because I want to be too old I was in, I was going for the young entrepreneur uh, category so uh, this is now another otherwise next year I'm too old so I can't even apply so let's just go for it um and I'm so glad I did because um had I not kind of click that apply button um I wouldn't be where I am today I don't think without that kind of progression it really put me on that platform um going through that awards process and even if I didn't win it was kind of meeting the judges getting the industry meeting loads of other freelancers from completely different industries and seeing how they work and kind of bouncing off from them um and just again just that kind of it did kind of catapult me into kind of going into full time um after that so on stage I was like I'm gonna go full time. Alicia, <laughs> did you win? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, that definitely um, gave me the confidence boost to go. No, I am good enough. I, I should go full time, and I had the financial means to go full time. It was just myself holding my, my, me back to thinking, oh, I can't go full time. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely the kind of boost I needed to kind of say, yes, I can do this. One thing. What What is in the chapter and? Uh, is that when you stood on the stage, and I know you just kind of said it really fast, but when you stood on stage as you won this massive award that you just applied for <laughs> and you'd gone through the process of it, you, you stated, I'm going to go full time. From, and from that moment on, you did. Yeah, that was pretty scary. Uh, I think it was the, the moment and the buzz and the atmosphere and um, just all the lights and everything. You kind of like a dim headlight kind of thing when you're up on the stage. Um, but I felt I felt like this is the moment. This is when 
like how much more validation do I need to mm. go to truly believe in myself that I can be full-time and be self-sufficient in my own kind of income um and that was when I said it out loud it is also kind of that accountability of like well there's a whole room of industry people heard that I said that and probably recorded it um so I've got no turning back really and, and that was for me also vocalizing it to myself is also a way to kind of say yeah no I am going to do this I do believe in myself um and a month after winning the award I put full-time employment and uh yeah was full-time in my business Amazing. Um, in your bio, you talk about more diverse representation in business so that anyone can achieve their goals. Why is that important to you? I think it definitely ties into when uh, I was first starting out as a freelancer, um, is I didn't see many people who looked like me. And I think that's also the mentality of many people who either come from like immigrant families or kind of like people of colour, that kind of, you know, the ethnic minorities, um, who, you know, a lot of the kind of representation or the media around being an entrepreneur, even that word a lot of people don't like using, um, it's kind of the white middle class male with a briefcase and a pinstripe suit. Mm-hmm. Um, very outdated. Um, and that kind of vision in someone's head kind of just, oh, who do I think I am to kind of do that? And I think that over time and you know, over generations, it will obviously, you know, the next generation after us, there's so many amazing entrepreneurs and who um we are changing the landscape of what it means to be a business person and i think that's really important in the psyche of when you're thinking about starting your business is just to have it on a level playing field in the first place because it's hard enough running in a business let alone all the other things that we put on ourselves especially as business women um so having that initial belief that actually i can do it if so and so down the road is doing it and she looks at me or she has a similar background to me then I feel like I've got the confidence to, yeah, maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it was. Luckily, I'm the kind of person who had the drive for myself. I didn't necessarily have many role models that I looked up to um, when I first started. But I know if you if you don't necessarily have that drive or that support from the initial kind of get-go, I was lucky to have the university that really supported me when I first started out with my business. Mm-hmm. Then it's really hard for you to kind of get that first step on the ladder um, so that's for me why it's really important to, to have that representation for young people or people who are looking to start their own business. So they tend to yeah. have that initial belief. And I really want you to know that being a great role model for yourself and in, um, in talking about diversity and representing um, ethnicities or minorities and achieving your goals, which is what you have absolutely achieved and being a role model for anybody out there with the zest and drive that you have and passion for your industry and for business. I think to get your story out there further afield is so important because everybody needs to see who you are and what you've accomplished and what you've achieved from being told that your business is going to fail and that feeling of you're not good enough, which is what your chapter is about. I just... I really want people to hear what you're saying in a really positive way because you've done it. No, oh, thank you, thank you. And that's for me. That's kind of what, one of the reasons I wanted to uh, participate in your amazing projects and your books is because that's the story that you're saying, and that's kind of the message that you're giving to to loads of other business people and business women in our world. So yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to be part of it. So thank you. Zesty. Um, if there was one lesson that you'd want other entrepreneurs to know, what would it be? 
uh, to never give up even and I'm, I imagine many people have said that but it, it really is true there's been so many times and people you know not just myself telling me but other people telling me like you know who, who do you think you are or you're going to fail and stuff so not to listen to that and to kind of really believe deep down to really dig deep down into yourself yeah it's going to be really really hard there's going to be moments where you're falling your eyes out because it's so freaking hard mm. but then there's going to be times where you're going to feel on top of the world because you made someone's life feel that extra bit better or for example the kind of work that i do i get to work with amazing business people and if there's a new startup and they're just kind of getting their new brand photos for the first time and they're like oh it's not going to look like i look amazing i feel really good um that kind of emotional kind of connection i have with my clients and making them feel like oh yeah i have the confidence i do feel badass or whatever uh and knowing that i did that to help them on their journey um mm. i want people to feel like yeah you can do it and that's you know it has to come from within to have that passion so to never give up because you know you will get that deep down perfect and what's your favorite piece of business software a uh, piece of business software so as a jumper um one thing that i can't live about is adobe lightroom um so yeah quite a technical one but even so it does without it i would be able to edit all my uh photos so, mm. so that's definitely one i would recommend in terms of just general business software definitely get yourself a crm system so that's kind of something for all your clients to kind of have everything online. I remember I used to have loads of paper contracts and paper forms, and then moving on to online systems, like, ah, amazing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you're, if you're transitioning, definitely look into the CRM systems online. Fantastic, Nisha. Always a pleasure to see you and speak to you and, and hear more of your story, which, and the chapter covers so much more, so well worth um, diving into. Thank you so much. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Trudy. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.